2: Hey, it's Kim Commando today, your daily podcast to keep you up to date with all things digital and beyond. And I'd love to have you be a part of our podcast. You can make an appointment to speak with me. Just head over to commando.com and on the top right, there's a button that says email Kim. Fill that out and that's it. I always like to start with something interesting. And Apple's been promising a lot of things over the years. The Apple car. Nope, we don't have that. Not here. Yet. Yet. Apple's VR headset, well, we got that this past week. And guess what? Everyone loves it. It's just going to change the way that we all work, play, you name it. But there's one person who's not thrilled about it. Make a guess. Say it out loud. See if you're right. Ready for it? Yes, Mark Zuckerberg. Remember the metaverse? That was Zuck's big dream of massive VR world where you could do anything as long as you didn't need legs. Anyway, Zuck poured $1 billion a month sometimes into it. It went belly up. And it was just dumb. So along comes Apple's Vision Pro. And here's what the sore loser had to say. Our vision for the metaverse is all about people. But Apple, every demo they showed was just some loner sitting on a couch. Ooh, Mark, you need to go home and play the game that you love best. You know what that game is? I spy. That's right. Hey, listen, you're about to get more tech smarts because every single thing is a tech thing right now. And if you're a new listener, welcome. So glad to have you with us. And if you're already a listener, welcome back. I'm, of course, Kim Commando, America's digital goddess. It's the biggest show out there about all things digital. your most trusted source. And you can find my award-winning show on over 420 top stations throughout the United States. And you can find us as a podcast or webcast, commercial-free, at commando.com. In The upper right-hand corner there on the homepage, there's a big old yellow button that says Commando Community. And yes, I did say commercial-free. You can get a free 30-day trial over at commando.com. Just hit that button. It says Commando Community. And a big hello and salute goes out to all of our listeners on American Forces Network Radio, reaching over 375,000 U.S. service members, serving in 175 different countries and 200 ships at sea. And I'm sure you have at least a few questions about something digital I can lend a hand to. And our T-Mobile unlimited listener line at one triple eight eight two five fifty two fifty four 825 is open. And right now for all of your great phone calls. But if you're just too shy to come on a big-time show and podcast, hmm, I understand. I do. So you can just drop me your questions over on the website. That's commando.com, of course. And then there's a link that says email Kim. All right. Every single day I drop by just a slew of websites, about 30 different websites, to make sure you're up to date with everything digital. And these are the top five things that you need to know about tech right now, starting with number one. The next presidential election is going to be an AI-fueled nightmare. Now, before we talk about this next story, it doesn't matter what side of the aisle that you're on or who you're supporting. I want you to just put politics aside and don't shoot the messenger. Okay, am telling you right now, this is going to be an all-around... <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, this is going to be a major problem. With the presidential elections and it's taking off right now this past week the desantis war room account on twitter shared a video with loads of examples of trump's support of anthony fauci you know him the COVID doctor the former white house chief medical advisor well weaved in with the clips of trump discussing fauci are six images of the two together there have trump and fauci cozying up looking buddy buddy and some of them having trump just laying in a big old smooch on fauci's cheek Well, here's what you need to know. At first glance, you might just shrug the pics off, but half of those pics are now being identified as AI-generated, they're deep fakes. Now, I'm telling you about this because anyone that is campaigning, it's bound to happen to them. So how do you spot the deep fakes? Well, you can try a reverse image search trick and just search the image with Google, just right-click on the pic. Uh, What you can also do is look at hands. AI notoriously gets hands wrong. Look at the skin and hair, too. Anything that looks too smooth or too shiny or too blurry, yeah, that should make you think twice. And also, how? what does your gut say? How does it feel? Uh, there's often an unexplainable but odd quality to AI images. And if you need that information, again, we have it all over on the website. Uh, coming in at number two of our list of five things is the real story on EV mileage. And so if you're shopping for an EV, AAA put out the Ford F-150 Lightning electric pickup truck to a mileage test. And just like gas-powered cars, the EPA rates how far you can go on a single charge. Well, the results are eye-opening. If you load the truck up or pull a trailer, expect the range of the vehicle to be reduced by up to 25%. Yeah. Customers are also reporting similar results for EV cars carrying four passengers. So add that to the luggage that you might be putting for a road trip, and the mileage will vary. So, of course, this does nothing to soothe potential customers' so-called range anxiety. That's if you're being stranded with no charging station in sight and how long it's going to take for a full charge. So nothing against EVs, but you're not going to hear this at the dealership. And if you want, you can always buy a DeLorean. This one you can only drive from time to time. <laughs> yeah. All right. Coming in at number three, listen up if you have kids on the IG. Because you know how Instagram, when you like a photo or a video, shows you more of the same stuff. Well, the Wall Street Journal, along with folks from Stanford University and the University of Massachusetts Amherst, they have discovered that Instagram's algorithms, the very ones that are recommending those funny memes and stories and dog videos and all that other stuff, are also directing pedophiles, sickos, uh, to people selling child porn on Instagram. And they're not just selling photos, but also videos, even ones featuring self-harm and bestiality. So here's the deal. The researchers set up a test account. They started viewing content from these networks, and then, bam, Instagram's algorithm kicked in and started suggesting more accounts peddling this vile content. So just a few clicks, and that was it. If you have kids on Instagram, get them off. Coming in at number four, you want a tip for just doing your job? Yeah, that's right. These iPad payment systems are working out so well for businesses that it turns out wherever you go, you're being asked if you want a tip. A study at Cornell University found that if they suggest a bigger tip, people will actually tip more, and then the tips they keep going up and up. Well, I actually have an example of this. My friend Nicole runs an awesome hair salon, and she does my hair too. And on her iPad, she had options for 15%, 18%, and 20%. And I said, "Hey, Nicole, you know, why don't you do it for like 20, 25%, and 30%? And see what people pick." Well, studies always report that the number in the middle is the tip most likely to be selected by most folks. So, yep, it happened to Nicole, too. Her tips went up from, say, 18% to 25%. And this coming in at number five, I can see. That's right. I just wanted to say a huge thank you for all your prayers and good wishes because um, a couple of weeks ago, I got a corneal transplant, almost three weeks ago now, And it happened because, well, I got a transplant about 40 years ago. When I was a kid, I got hit in the eye with a stick. Yes. It started going bad in 2017, but that was when my mom was diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And so I was her caregiver, so I couldn't really take care of myself. So after she died from pancreatic cancer in 2021, I went on this mission in order to figure out what I can do to get eyesight back into my right eye. Because my vision in my right eye at that time was uh, 2,400, which means that you're legally blind. So I went on all these doctors, went to UCLA, Barcom Palmer, uh, Cedar sinai all over the board, and I had my cornea transplant uh, about three weeks ago, as I said. Uh, Dr. Aldave at UCLA Einstein Institute did it, and I'll tell you, things are going great. I'm so excited. I can see 2060 out of that eye. Of course, I'm going to have the stitches for, I don't know, about another three or four months, maybe even up to six months. And they said the vision isn't going to stabilize for about a year, but I'm super excited. Uh, so how can you donate your corneas? Yes, you should. In many states on your driver's license, you can just check a few boxes. Make sure you want to tell your family members and friends. Now, you may notice that my voice is a little softer uh, because I have to really limit things that I'm doing. But I'm so excited to do the show, but I can't lift anything heavy. I can't jump around. So I'm just taking it easy. And if you want to see some pics of my beautiful new eyeball, well, just cornea, and all the stitches, Dr. Aldiva did such a great job. Just go to Instagram.com slash Kim Commando. All right, coming up in our privacy tip, we're gonna tell you about some dangerous apps that you need to delete right now. And also later on, how you can track your luggage this summer, the easy and fun way. And of course, we have all of your great phone calls here on Kim Commando today.
1: After founding in 2000, we at the Center for Internet Security have always had one mission. It's to create confidence in the connected world for people, businesses, and governments. As a nonprofit, we do this by drawing upon our core competencies of collaboration and innovation. The world is changing, cyber threats are evolving, and IT resources are limited. All you want is a way to strengthen your cybersecurity programs efficiently and effectively. let CIS help you with these efforts. We use a consensus-based process involving IT professionals from around the world to develop and maintain security best practices. These resources are proven to defend systems and data against threats, both on-premises and in the cloud. We also strive to help organizations of every size and maturity strengthen their cybersecurity programs. This includes serving US state, local, tribal, and territorial government organizations. At CIS, we're all about making the connected world a safer place. Visit our website to learn more.
2: Hey, since we launched the new newsletters, we call them Commando 2.0 Newsletters, we've been getting a lot of questions from people who want to start their own newsletters. So I am so jazzed to have Katie Huff with us here on the show because let me tell you, she is amazing. She's become one of the go-to folks when you want to talk about making money with email newsletters. And I know this for a fact because Katie and I, we've been working together for several months. Let me tell you, she is tremendous. So whether you have a big business or you're just a small-time creator just getting started, If you don't have a newsletter for your brand, let me tell you, you are just missing out big time on a major opportunity. And that's why Katie's knowledge is so valuable. She's got a long history, a big background in this, a very successful history. She's been a key player behind the advertising at The Hustle. I don't know if you ever checked out that newsletter, but it's probably one of the most popular newsletters in the world. And then it was acquired by HubSpot. And then Katie's like, oh, you know what? i want to go do my own gig. I wanna be my own person. I wanna ride my bike through Pennsylvania if that's what I wanna do. So she started a company called Mad Rev with one of her friends, Ben. And now they're helping publishers like ourselves sell ads and make money with our email newsletters. So, Katie, thank you so much for being here. Um, Now, I know how you got started into the newsletter business, but why don't you tell everybody else?
3: Yeah. First off, incredible intro. Um, I wish all my high school teachers could hear me now. <laughs> um that's uh, that's quite the quite the bar you've set um nice to chat with you kim more formally so i got started um i just kind of fell into advertising about 10 years ago was doing uh working in a company that was an it sales so we we're sending like display ads like the little banners you see on websites when you go look at like msn.com or whatever and then newsletters were just really interesting um because it was just so personal it's just like a personal connection with the audience and not to mention, it's a really easy sale. If I'm being honest, you know, it's it's not too many moving parts to it. And as a person who likes easy money, um, it really appealed to me. So I've fallen into it and I cannot get out, but um, it's a lot of fun. I get to work with people like Kim and um, other hot shots within the media landscape.
2: Well, I'm going to disagree with you because I think anytime I sell something to somebody, it always takes a lot of work, doesn't it? I mean, in order to convince them, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah, it's a lot of, I, I, my friends who don't really like fully understand what I do, I describe it as like sending emails, just begging people for money every day. But yes, it is It is certainly a slog. Um, but it's, it's a lot of fun, I think, selling ads because it's like a relationship sales versus transactional. So uh, that's been uh, been an upside of it.
2: You know, there just seems to have been this upsurge lately with newsletter growth. Is that right?
3: Yeah, it's definitely, I'd say on the upswing. Um, In fact, you know, working at a newsletter, you said like, oh, the hustle is one of the biggest newsletters, which is true. But I would guess most listeners probably haven't heard of it. It's like really popular in this, I don't know, micro environment of like Silicon Valley, and maybe New York City, Wall Street, and like these tech workers. Um, But I still think there's so much green space for all these other types of listeners who might be maybe their version of email newsletters is the coupon they get when they buy something at Target and then they get, you know, a 50% off sale for Father's Day or something.
2: How much money can you make with a newsletter?
3: You can make a ton of money and you can make not so much money, uh, which is <laughs> right? an amazing answer. And people love that. Um, you know, it, it, it depends on like, OK, so um, if you're listening to this, like picture someone uh, that you like, maybe uh, like, OK, I'll give you an example. Um, there's this guy who writes a newsletter specifically his niche is people that own e-commerce stores. So like online stores and he charges, I don't know, probably $20,000 to run an ad in his newsletter because he has a really concentrated slice audience where it's people who are running these stores.
2: Now it's all sold on CPMs. And for those of you who aren't listening, that's a cost per thousand. Here's a little fun fact. If you're listening to a song, say streaming on uh, Pandora or Spotify or Apple Music or Amazon Music, whatever it may be, for every thousand listens, that artist is going to make, say Weekend Drake, whoever it may be, they're going to make uh, 0.0038 cents or their CPM will be $3.80 for every thousand people who listen. So it's all based on CPMs. So what exactly is a good CPM?
3: Oh, uh, sheesh. That, it's a, it's a tough question to answer because there's so many variables. But I would say a, a like a healthy CPM maybe is between like 10 to 20. And I would target that if you had a newsletter that was just reaching, you know, the everyday consumer and people are reading it, and clicking on the ad links, you know, that's important. Um, you would probably expect between 10 to 20 bucks.
2: Now, what about the open rates? And then you also have the unique open rates. Can you talk a little bit about that?
3: Oh, mama mia! We're getting in the weeds here. So, so uh, open rates. I I think a forty percent. So that means if you send it to ten people and four people open, that's a pretty good newsletter open rate. Um, and unique would be like, you know, four unique people opened it versus four people open it twice, then that could be like uh, 80% total open rate. But that is so much math and I, I, I shudder to get deeper into that.
2: <laughs> so that was not one of your strong points, is that what I'm hearing?
3: <laughs> I, I am in sales for a reason. And um, yeah, I did, I did pursue one semester of accounting in college and quickly realized um, that's not where my
2: IQ lies. I really appreciate you, Katie. And so, and, and of course, you know, if you want to buy ads in the commando newsletters, uh, we would love that. Right. Jess, we would,
3: we would love, and we'll make sure that ad is so perfect and we'll white glove service. We'll write it with the most (laughs) delicate care. Um, No, Kim, it's been absolutely a treat working with you and the team. You, you, everyone I've talked to that works with you is so wonderful. Whoever hiring, if I'm sure you're heavily involved, but, if you have a recruiter, hats off to them as well, because you've really assembled a lot of lovely people under the, wow. the Kim umbrella.
2: Well, thank you, Katie. Thanks for sharing all your know-how with us. And and everybody's probably sitting there saying, I'm going to go out and make my own newsletter right now. And, you know, you can start by doing research and make sure that you sign up for my newsletter, of course. Head over to getkim.com.
3: Yes, everyone should sign up for Kim's newsletter. It's great. And if you are a brand looking to advertise, Definitely reach out and we can help uh, put together a campaign that makes sense.
2: And the address is?
3: If you have a newsletter and you want help selling your ads, um, we are called MadRev. And that's M-A-D-R-E-V dot C-O, com, And it's too much money to get it from them.
2: So that's MadRev.co. Hey, thanks, Katie. Yes.
3: Thanks, Kim. Great chatting with you and have a fabulous day.
2: Wow, there's some great intel right there. Hey, something I want to pass along. Some smartphones have sensors that can detect magnetic fields, mainly so they can figure out your phone's orientation, but they can also be used to sense metal objects. What you want to do is download an app like Smart Metal Detector by Smart Tools or Metal Detector and then you can actually use your phone to say find a lost screw or something else that maybe you dropped on the floor. Now you can't use it on the beach to find those wedding rings and make the big bucks, but it's good for some little things. We have links to the apps over on the website. Hey, stay right where you are. We have more of your great phone calls and more tips and tricks that you don't want to miss here on Kim Commando today. All right, coming up, we're going to tell you about some dangerous apps that you need to remove. And then later on this hour, you're going to be traveling. Let's not lose your luggage this time, okay? And before we get back to all of your phone calls, I want you to look in between the cushions and check under the pillows, search your kitchen counter. That's normally where you're going to find the TV remote, right? But here's a trick. You can say goodbye to all those days and just use your phone. If you're tired of constantly looking for your television remote, here's an idea. You can use your smartphone as the remote from now on. You're not going to lose that. All you have to do is download the right remote app for your TV, and then your control. But first, a little techie trick. You have to make sure that your phone and TV are connected on the same Wi-Fi network. Then you download a remote control app for your TV. You can find apps like uh, Samsung SmartThings, LG TV+, and you just open the app up, connect your phone to your TV, and that's it. No more digging around between the cushions, the pillows, looking for that remote because you have your phone. It's just right there. All right, let's go back to the phones with James in Christiana, Tennessee.
4: Well, uh, Kim, I got hacked last summer, thoroughly and completely. Uh, Some folks came into my Wi-Fi range, and literally everything from the security system to my cell phone has been compromised. Um, So, like, the option of rebooting your cell phone is not really an option because it has a whole different OS on it now. In that sort of a situation, what can I do? Okay, so how do you know that you've been
2: hacked? Give me some examples.
4: Give you some examples. Um, they have left um, on error. I'm assuming they have left open spreadsheets showing that they have turned our TVs into micro servers. They have turned the uh, the onboard cameras that are in some of the TVs and uh, the security panel. They have turned those against us, and they've shown up on a website, 163 uh, DVD or DBR.com. Um, there has been gracious, they've even come into the house. Um, they have uh, we could talk probably for a couple hours about everything that's happened, as this has been ongoing for over a year.
2: Uh, now, obviously, you've, con- you've contacted what? The local police, the FBI,
4: law enforcement. Okay. I, I have contacted the sheriff's department out here, and I have also contacted the FBI a couple of times. I have yet to hear anything back. Um, I, you know, I've had the sheriff out here three times. We were under the assumption initially that we were being set up for burglary, because you know they have complete control over us, um, and we just we simply can't afford to. Take everything out and replace, you know, the Wi-Fi and, and the the TVs and and it, you know everything throughout sure. the house. We just can't do it. Um, okay. Well, you know, let, let's let's talk about what you can do. Okay. Okay.
2: Uh, you know, and you're do, you're doing the right thing, James, mm-hmm. by you know contacting the feds and the police and the sheriffs to see if there's something that you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the thing is, is that it's It becomes a difficult proposition for me to do this just, you know, us talking on the phone. I uh, uh, but what I would do is I'd start at the beginning and where that entry point comes into your house and I'd find a new cable provider, change my cable accounts. I would mm-hmm. get a new – I would do a factory reset on the router, maybe even get a new mm-hmm. one, mm-hmm. Uh, fact, factory reset on all the Wi-Fi devices. Uh, right. get new phone accounts well wow. uh, and get take the computers down to factory reset them start over change every password I have change my bank accounts mm-hmm. put uh, put uh, Google alerts on my name and get some identity theft protection mm-hmm. it, this it, you know it, it it becomes a real problem it does
4: I I've been dealing with this and fighting them tooth and nail for a year and I'm literally at their mercy for the most part.
2: Now, one of the things that you have to remember that, that we have been determined in a lot of research is that when this is happening, uh, it's it's sometimes somebody who's close to you being the victim. Mm-hmm. And so you need to look in your circle. Who did you let in? Right. Uh, who Who may be... Uh, disguised as someone else.
4: Carrying a grudge, right? That,
2: that so and that's where I want I want you to think outside the box a little bit. Mm-hmm. Maybe even you, you and uh, you know your partner, your husband, mm-hmm. your wife, whatever that, that you guys say, okay, you know, who might who might this be? And, and the reason why is that As I've been helping people deal with this, it seems more of an issue, is that it does always seem to come back to somebody who somebody knows. Like there was a situation that a mom called me, uh, James, and her daughter was being stalked online. Right. And the person was... Uh, saying you know you look pretty today, and you had pizza for lunch, and and it was like well how does this person know this? Right. And it would, and she had just broken up with somebody on Tinder and all this other stuff. So anyway, bottom line is that you know a year and a half later, they through some work that we helped her do, is that it was somebody who she knew, right. who was pretending to be somebody else. Right. So that's why you know we can. You know, you have to – it's a it's a multi-pronged approach whenever this happens is that you, of course, you're going to contact the law enforcement. But look at every single thing that you do online. And sometimes you have to make a whole list, make a list of every single thing and start replacing and changing that every single thing from start to finish. And don't leave any stone unturned. And then also limit who you allow on your Wi-Fi and make sure that Wi-Fi is locked down as best it can be, you know, and I'm just you know, using some wimpy little password there. And you start looking for other signs, you know, is your, are, as you said, things are popping up, things are showing on the screen, my phone's overheating, and I'm seeing email that I didn't send, right? Uh, it's not an easy task. And just think about this. Then if you need any help whatsoever, just give me a call back. And James, thank you for your call. These are always really tough calls for me to take, I have to tell you, because there's only so much I can do between me and them and the phone lines. It's pretty nuts. All right, it seems like every time I turn around, there's just another list of dangerous apps. Like, for example, this one. Super VPN. Okay, this is why I say you should never use a free VPN. This is free. It has 100 million downloads across the Apple App Store and Google Play Store. But they had this massive breach. 360 million user records were leaked. Email addresses, IP addresses, geolocation, unique user identifiers, visited websites, operating systems, devices, online activities. Yeah, as if that's not bad enough. Get this. Super VPN was listed under developers with connections to China, right? No secret that the Chinese government is spying on us. So if you've got Super VPN and your devices, just remove it. There's also a slew of fake chat GPT apps that are going to charge you subscriptions or malware or worse, maybe a keylogger, And they got names like AI Chat or Genie AI Chat or GAI Assistant. Uh, now, there is a real chat GPT. It's free to use. It's a $20 subscription monthly fee. Okay, But it's not mandatory. You don't have to pay for it. Then, of course, we had another list of 100 popular apps that have spyware in them, things like Zapya and vFly and crazy drop and don't worry about these i'm going to tell you we're going to get a whole list i just want to bring it to your attention then there was something called spin ok malware more than 100 apps again with malware oh my gosh and some of these have millions and millions of downloads like jelly connect a crazy magic ball mega win slots okay and then bitdefender recently found 60,000 more android apps we're talking about fake videos fake netflix fake security i mean So bottom line is this. Most of the time, you're going to see these fake apps in the Android store, the Google Play store, because Google just doesn't vet any app that really wants to get in there. So if you have an Android device, even if you are hanging out the official Google Play store, you need to be really careful about what you're downloading. Now, we put together this whole list of hundreds of apps. I want you to make sure that are not on your Android device right now. And, of course, they're over at the website. Hit commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com. And we're also going to give you the steps to make sure that you delete apps for good from your Android phone and also from your iPhone. If you're on Samsung or OnePlus phones, there's actually an uninstall option under the App Shortcuts menu. But, again, you'll find everything all written out for you over on commando.com. That's K-O-M-A-N-D-O.com when you're there. Hit the link that says Kim show. All right, still to come, you're going to be traveling. You don't want to lose your luggage, do you? Well, there are some tech ways and fun ways that you can track it. Here on Kim Commando today.
0: Tax day is coming. Oh, no.
2: All right, if you are not getting my daily free tech email newsletter, you're just so missing out. It's Commando 2.0 Newsletters. You've heard me already talk about it with Katie, but I haven't really given you the pitch to try it out yet. So if you were one of those folks who used to get the newsletters and hated them, I understand. They were kind of sucky, but they're great right now. So head over to commando.com slash subscribe and sign up. Once again, that's commando.com slash subscribe. Uh, Todd in Tampa, Florida.
5: Yeah. I just want to thank you for taking my call, and uh, it's an honor to speak with you. I really enjoy your show and love getting your your newsletter every day. Awesome. Awesome.
2: Thank you for that.
5: Yeah, uh, What I got going on is an elderly parent with a little touch of dementia uh, at times has some uh, out-of-control online shopping, and I've just wondered if there's some mm-hmm. kind of software program, something out there that could minimize that, control it, stop it, whatever. I'd say the main problems uh, when he gets online is uh, Amazon and eBay purchases, but it's not totally limited to that. It could be a, a solicitation through his email, you know. Sure, a phishing scam or something like that. So um, how's he getting online, Todd? Uh, Wi-Fi at, a, at the facility where he's, where he's now staying.
2: Now, um, I mean, what kind of computer, tablet, laptop, phone? Oh,
5: oh, oh, oh. Well, oh, okay, I, I left that out. He, he's wanting a new laptop. Uh, so he's currently he just has his uh, iPhone with him, which he only does I think email on that. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure. Um, of course, he you know he can access the internet right. through their Wi-Fi. Yeah. Uh, but he's 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 pretty adamant right now about getting a new uh, laptop. And so I thought, well, you know, if we're going to do that, then if there is something out there to help with the with the online shopping problem, it would be time to, you know, get it put on the new laptop before I actually give it to him. So,
2: Well, you know, what kind of phone do you have?
5: It's a Motorola Android.
2: Okay, so you have an Android. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. The reason why I was hesitating is I was thinking that, you know, maybe we give Dad an iPad with an external keypad- keyboard so that this way we could set up family sharing and parental controls and activity monitoring <coughs> and, and then also... If if uh, your dad was part of a family group, is that you can enable something called ask to buy feature for the account. And so that allows you to approve or decline any app or media purchase that he wants to make. And then it gives you control over some of the spending. Uh, but barring that, mm-hmm. if you want to get him just a, a nice little Windows laptop or whatever it may be, uh, is I would put on some parental controls. Now, Windows has some pretty decent parental controls built in. And so definitely mm-hmm. take we have links on you can walk walk you through all about just setting it up and so you can set controls on
5: okay.
2: uh, when he can use it, the apps that he can use uh, the ability to mm-hmm. change passwords uh, I would definitely okay. Okay. you know as far as with spending limit is get him a credit card with a daily limit, right yeah. Uh, so mm-hmm. that this way, he's if he blows through fifty dollars or twenty five dollars, whatever it is, that that's going to be you know he's just, just not going to work anymore. Uh, right. But right. you know it's it's you're in kind of a hard place because, you know, he wants his freedom, but you still need to make sure that he's safe and everything that's that you exactly right. So, So yeah,
5: exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. if
2: you look at the parental controls that are built into Windows, and that's not quite enough for you, there's a program called Custudio, that's Q-S-T-U-D-I-O, and it's, it's a little bit more robust as far as the ability for you to get in there and uh, manage in-app purchases, control the screen time limits, Uh, You could view reports. You can get notifications about uh, what your dad's doing, how much time he's spending on each app, the websites that he's visiting. So this Mm -hmm. could also help you understand what he's doing and then also on the other side, you know, help you address any concerns that you may have as far as what he's doing. Now, of course, the only problem with a Windows laptop is that, you know, sometimes it can be a royal pain in the neck because it you know because it has updates uh uh, doesn't always work the way that it should work you know how much time you want to help him on that that's totally up to you so that's why i'm thinking like maybe a tablet might be the way to go because this way we know it's like it's just gonna he's just gonna put his little finger on it it's gonna be good to go
5: right but
2: you know windows has gotten a lot better over the years so you know, something for you to think about, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Uh but, it, but because you're on Android, you can actually tap into probably Windows parental controls a lot easier than if you are on an iPhone. So you probably that's going to be your best bet. Uh, so take a look at the laptop. Make sure that's got all the updates. Of course, you're going to turn on everything that you can. Put some uh, Internet security software on there and uh, and then set up those parental controls so this way you can limit that shopping on the laptop. If you need any help afterwards, Todd, just give me a call back. I'm always right here for you. Hey, if you have an older adult that you're taking care of, make sure that you hit the website because I'll tell you, I put together all these great tips that will really give you peace of mind most of all, especially if you're going to be using one of those Echo shows. So, again, just go to commando.com and search for, say, older adult, Echo, elderly – and then I bet you it's gonna pop right up for you. Okay, nothing can put a damper in your travels, like a lost suitcase. So maybe you bought a few AirTags to track your goods, but a lot of people don't know that you can actually track your baggage by using the airline apps, like for example, United Airlines, American, and Delta. Now, this isn't new, but again, as I mentioned, a lot of people don't know that it's in there. So here's how it works. Once you check your bag, you can use the airline's official app to follow your bag on its journey from check-in to the final destination. And then you're going to get notifications at different stages of the journey. Like, for example, when your luggage is loaded right onto the plane, when it arrives at the destination airport, when it's ready for pickup. You're going to get everything just right there, notifications right from the app. Plus, there's really a great map. This is really fun. It shows you exactly where your luggage is at any given time. And if you're traveling this summer, make sure that you always download the airline's official app. Because aside from this, you get notifications for delayed flights, if there's a change of gates, and all good things like that. But, you know, let's keep it real. There's still a chance that your luggage can get lost, right? I mean, even if it's being tracked by everybody. So be sure that you pack all your essentials right there on your carry-on. And do me a solid and a favor. Tell three friends about the Kim Commando Show, which you can get as the Kim Commando Today podcast, because everyone needs more tech smarts. And knowledge is power, and things in the tech industry just change second by second. And again, 24-7, you can always find me at commando.com.